Imagine for a second if you make the person you're talking to feel like they are, just for that moment, the most important person in the world. I guarantee you will become more magnetizing and memorable. Hi, everyone. This is Jim Riviello, and I want to welcome you to the Getting Results Podcast. I'm so excited to have you here, so let's get started. Results matter. In fact, we're paid to get results. So the big question is this. How do business leaders like us, who really want to do the right thing and make a difference, how do they get results? How do they effectively lead others in the face of adversity? And how do they find the strength and courage to role model the behavior they want to see in others? That is the question, and this podcast will give you the answer. My name is Jim Riviello, and welcome to Getting Results. Hey everyone, this is Rev, and in this episode, I want to talk about how leaders can become more magnetizing and memorable with those they interact with. This is actually the third in a six-part series I'm doing on leadership effectiveness. If you missed any of the first two episodes, I encourage you to go back and listen to them right after this one. All right, let me ask you this. Would you rather work for a robot or a human? Kind of crazy question, right? And I ask this because being coming, becoming more magnetizing and memorable as a leader starts with being more human. Right? I see way too many leaders going about the task at hand in a very robotic fashion. They tell people what to do as opposed to helping them develop the critical thinking skills to do stuff on their own. Right? They say things like, this is how we do fill in the blank, or we just need to do X, Y, Z. And as leaders, our language is super important. Right? Which do you find more inspiring? When someone tells you how to do something or they solicit your thoughts or ideas on what you have to do something, different kind of a perspective, right? Or how about when someone says to just do your job or just like, you know, barks that at you as opposed to what'd you learn from your last assignment? See how those kind of questions pull you in, okay? And if your team, and I say this because if your team is operating by a list of instructions, All you have are robots. And I know sometimes, and trust me, I'm a process guy and I love process and I love love repeatable methodologies, right? But we also have to stretch people's thought process and think about the task at hand. See, robotic leaders by trade are very task oriented and they're not well known for their people skills. Their primary focus is on the work itself, right? They're not that interested in feelings or emotions, and they see really little value in providing employees with autonomy. And I got to tell you, providing support, mentoring, and praise to employees is important, but robotic leaders view this sometimes as a distraction that takes away from the activity or task at hand. Many, you know, and when you talk to a robotic leader, I can always sniff them out right away, right? Um, because they always wonder why their employees are disengaged with their jobs. And the simple fact is poor leadership is the major source of the problem, right? I don't know about you, but if I found myself working for a robotic leader, I would probably want to run for the door. Personally, I'd rather work for a charismatic leader, right? Charismatic leaders are more are magnetizing and they're memorable, right? And if you ever have the opportunity to watch a charismatic leader work a room, you'll note that they are extremely present in the moment. All their attention 
is focused on the person they're talking to. They make the, that individual feel like they, at least for that moment, like they're the most per- important person in the world. And you want to know what else they do? Like if you really observe them, right? They smile and they smile a lot, right? Okay, so let's go back to how I started, right? Being human, right? Way too many people look angry and stressed, right? They go about their day. They let the, they let their the, all the the monkeys and the and the and the weight of the world that they have on their shoulders like just shine through, right? Think about it. Do you like being around others who are angry? The obvious answer is no. No one does, right? So let's start there, right? Let's start by being happy to actually see other people, right? I was in a Zoom call uh, last week. And I just observed, like as people get out, I just observed how people joined, right? And what they did right from the moment they signed on. And I remember one person jumped on all energetic, right? And it was like, hey, everyone, how's everyone doing? And and when they people started to respond, they actually listened to them and they made a, a positive comment to what the other person was saying, right? Like my earlier comment, they made the person they were talking to feel like they were, at least for that moment, important, okay? And let's compare that to a different experience I had during the same call, right? Another person jumped on the call and just said, hey, hey, everyone, and like had this like downer voice, right? And then they started going about like reading email, or you could tell they were distracted doing something else while the group was, was that typical chit-chat you have in the beginning of a call, right? And they gave body language like they like they were more interested in something else. And that's the thing about Zoom right now. It's like you can really read, it's not just happening on a phone call. You can, you can read people's language. It's just as if you were in person. This sounds trivial, but it happens all the time, right? We have been conditioned to multitask, right? And Zoom like is a perfect example of that, right? A lot of times people, like the good part about Zoom is you can't hide that, right? And, and we've been so conditioned to multitask. And then we wonder later wonder why we don't have the support structure around us to relieve that pressure we have, right? That has us so stressed up in the first place, right? So we talked about being human. We also talked about being present. What I was just describing there is, is being present in the moment. We talked about smiling and we talked about just being cheerful, right? Just some basic things that are simple, right? And I, and I always say these things are common sense, but they're not always common practice, right? But let's dig a little bit deeper, right? Because a lot of times people always like, when, whenever I say the word a charismatic leader, a lot of people will, when I, when I say that in a workshop or something, a lot of people come back to me and say, well, Riv, I'm just, I just don't have the, the charisma that other people have. And I'm like, bullshit, right? It starts with being human. It starts with smiling. It starts with being present. It starts with being cheerful, right? That right there is the foundation of being a charismatic leader, right? But let's dig a little, little deeper, right? What do you do or how do you behave when shit hits the fan? Let's think about that for a second. Let's ponder that thought, right? Do you respond with composure or do you react with emotion to the situation at hand? When composed, a leader exhibits certainty. Certainty, not self-confidence, is what draws people to leaders, right? And I talked about this two weeks ago. Again, go back and listen to that episode if you if you missed it, right? Um, it's episode, I believe it's 71, How to Maintain Your Composure When Stressed. Yeah, that's it. Okay, so go back and check that out. But what about when someone else is stressed or having a bad day? Can you read that in their face? Can you read that in their body language? Can you read that in the tone of when they speak, right? 
If you want to become more magnetizing and memorable, you have to develop the skill to pick up on those situations. And when they do, reach out and offer your support. Check in on people, right? Inquire about what's going on in their life. Don't just assume, right? Ask questions and listen. I'm talking about really listen to what they're saying or trying to say. And then try to empathize with their situation before, right? Before underscore highlight and bold, right? Giving them advice or offering them advice. And I can't overemphasize that the power of questions, right? As a leader, we have to learn to ask more questions, right? Questions pull people closer together. Questions send a positive signal that you care, right? Questions get people to open up to you, right? Questions get people to become vulnerable, right? And I encourage you to become vulnerable yourself, right? Authentically share a story others might be able to relate to in that situation, right? The more someone opens up to you, guess what? The more connected they feel to you. Think of someone you feel very close to, right? Just pause for a second. Just, you know, let's take it off. this. Think of someone that you actually feel really close to right now. There have been times when maybe you shared a feeling with that person that felt risky, right? You kind of were holding back and it felt a little risky to expose that. Yet when you, when you did, it was received with love rather than judgment. And what happened? Your relationship with that person grew stronger. Now imagine if you were able to give that experience to somebody else, okay? As a leader, first and foremost, it's about being human. Only when we have the strength to show our own vulnerability can we truly lead. Being vulnerable will connect you with others in a way you never would have imagined, right? You share, you actually share a wonderful gift when you let others see yourself without some kind of mask on or some kind of, or you, or, you, or, you, or you put down that wall of emotional protection, right? You can't fake this stuff that I'm talking about, right? You have to sincerely care. Caring sounds like a human thing to do, doesn't it, right? Don't overthink this, right? Becoming more charismatic is not something that requires a PhD, okay? It starts with being human. It starts with being present. It starts with smiling more often. It starts with responding to composure during stressful situations. It starts with authentically demonstrating that you care about others and being vulnerable yourself right? Those are all simple things. And remember this, people will never remember all the things you say, but they will never forget how you make them feel. All right, I have to run. I hope you have a great week. And remember, you always have a choice. Don't worry about where you are, what you've done, or what you failed to do. Today, like every day, is a new beginning. I encourage you to practice being human this week, right? Sounds funny, doesn't it? Right? I mean, to hear myself say it sounds hysterical. Imagine how different your experiences will be if you make the person you're talking to feel like they are for just that one moment, the most important person in the world. I guarantee if you do that, you become a hell of a lot more magnetizing and memorable. Do me a favor and share this podcast with others in whatever way serves you best. Enjoy your week and I'll talk to you in the next episode.